Hello, I am Peyton Lorenz, and you are listening to Season 2 of Colorado State University History Department's podcast, The Land Grant Chronicle. Written and recorded by the students in the History of Outdoor Recreation class, this season explores the crisis of outdoor recreation in the United States. This episode tells the story of the transportation system of Zion National Park. Zion National Park, located in southwest Utah, played an important role in my early childhood experiences within nature. It has been a family tradition for multiple generations to take part in the Angel's Landing hike at Zion National Park once you reach a certain age. I was taken on this hike at the age of 11 with my father, as he was by his father. Usually hikes sound like a peaceful and calm activity. This hike, however, is particularly out of the ordinary. It requires you to grasp onto chain link ropes to assist in keeping your balance so you don't fall off either side. This hike scared me quite a bit at a young age. However, I wouldn't have traded this experience for anything. It made me fall in love with Zion and wanted to truly dive deep into the park's history. When looking at Zion National Park, the issues surrounding the outdated busing system is quite prominent. Prior to the introduction of shuttles within the park in 2000, overcrowding and traffic was quite common. The park was full of trash, and at times, cars lined up for miles. In 1994, a plan for a mandatory shuttle system was first introduced, according to Reuben Wadsworth of St. George News. This shuttle system was intended to eliminate congestion and keep the park in pristine condition. Zion's shuttle proposal was much more realistic than Yosemite and the Grand Canyon, due to the fact that the park has only one road to enter the park. The Grand Canyon and Yosemite have multiple entrances and exits to the parks, in contrast to Zion. The implementation of the required shuttle system in 2000 came with much approval. It eliminated the issue of limited parking spaces within the park. National publications, such as National Geographic, praised the busing system as being very environmentally friendly. The busing system of Zion National Park was rather successful for a decade. However, in the past couple years, there have been issues surrounding the maintenance of the shuttles. According to K. Sophie Will of St. George Spectrum, 79% of entrance fees go towards the maintenance and repairs of these shuttles. The issue is that these buses and parts are no longer produced, meaning that park must use old parts to repair the buses. Zion has been struggling to receive federal funding for new buses since 2017, hence why the park has had to rely on their overused buses for 20 years. One of the reasons these shuttles have become overused is due to the rise in tourism in Zion. The park received over 4 million visitors in 2019 in comparison to 2.7 million in 2008. These buses simply weren't produced to run for 20 years and endure rapidly increasing amounts of tourism. The solution to the busing system came in 2021, when the U.S. Department of Transportation gave the park $33 million to form a convoy of electric buses, according to Amanda Rowland of the National Park Service. The park will be receiving 26 electric buses with this allocated money. Many feel this will create a much more environmentally safe system that will help nurture the park's sustainability and natural resources. Additionally, this will help improve the local economy inside the park and the surrounding areas since the majority of the park's profits won't be funneled into maintenance of the buses any longer. While we truly don't know the long-term effects of these new fleet of buses, the future looks quite particularly positive. The transportation system within Zion National Park has had a long and complicated history. As Zion continues to grow in popularity, becoming the fourth most visited national park, the ultimate goal is to be able to sustain this pristine location for generations to come. Zion is in the forefront of using environmentally friendly tactics to perpetuate the beauty of this park. 
I hope parks such as Yosemite and Yellowstone follow Zion's lead and create plans for the future instead of simply focusing on profits. As more people become involved in outdoor recreation, it is of the utmost importance to find effective and sustainable solutions to promote environmentally safe tactics for the future. National parks need to continue to put pressure on the government to distribute money to maintain the longevity of these beautiful places. Maybe one day I can take my children on the expedition up Angel's Landing as my dad did with me.